dramatic intro. Yeah. Like, they said it could never happen. <laughs> <laughs> Two podcasts meet in the dead of the night. <laughs> On God... three different coasts <laughs> and continents God... apart. God help us all. <laughs> <laughs> right, so... I'll start then, see what your your take is on this, if you want. Um, Have you heard of the Van Meter Visitor? I don't know if that's how you say it, somewhere in Iowa? Van Meter? I haven't heard of that. No? I don't think so. Well, it's sometimes called the winged creature that terrorized Iowa. Or sometimes Hmm. it's called the gargoyle. But I guess huh. it depends on what you, uh, what you, you know, what you envision a gargoyle to look like. Um, but I've actually got a picture of it. I'll, I'll try and send you it so you can see what that, like an eyewitness picture of it. But have you seen um, that film, The Dark Crystal? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, it looks like one of them, you know, them birds that do all that shit, the altar thing. The Skeksis. Yeah, it looks like one of them essentially, but with. Uh, with bat wings, you know. I think they had wings, didn't they? I'm not sure. I don't um, think they did. I think they were like fuzzy. Some sort of cloak, cloak or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, this thing had wings. But um, it started in the autumn of 1903. And again, this is in Van Meter, Iowa. Uh, when residents started reporting that they was being terrorized by this winged creature now the way they described it and and this isn't just a few pissheads this is like well-respected people in the town so you've got like uh, you've got the doctor you've got a bank cashier uh, all these kinds of people but they they said that this thing resembled half animal half human uh, with enormous smooth winged you know wings like a bat enormous smooth wings so so, you know, not beard-like. So, it's not a crane. Okay? So... What about a barn owl? Could it have been a barn owl? Nope, smooth wings. Rules out completely. You don't know about barn owls, though, man. They, they can have smooth <laughs> wings. They can, they can They're masters of disguise. Yeah. All right, a barn owl in a swimming costume. Yeah? There you go. <laughs> there you go. Not yet. Now you're thinking. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. So... The best thing about this uh, description and that, the people that saw it, they, they said that it had a terrible stench. You know, so, mm. you know, that's something, I don't know if physical is the right word, but it's something tangible, isn't it? You know, smell. Were they um, able to describe the smell? Just terrible. Just terrible. <laughs> Actually, mm. they described it twice. They said, they say terrible, and then, um, what was the other way they described it? Um... I can't find it right now, but they d- d- described it described it another way as well. But basically, there was no, it didn't, you know, it wasn't like uh, sulfur or uh, you know rotten eggs or anything like that. It was just uh, it was just a terrible stench. So yeah, just bad. Yeah, but you find that, don't you? In a lot of cryptic cases, you find this smell. Um, you know, big Bigfoot's meant to not on occasion smell. Um, you know, people have said that Loch Ness monster smells um but then you know you've got to take into account that they're probably stoned at the time anyway for seeing what this monster so you just don't know but 
But anyway, let's get back to this description. So he's half animal, half human, enormous smoothed, smooth uh, wings, terrible stench, and it also had a horn. Yeah. This is where it, you know, loses a bit of credibility in it. But it had a horn on its head, on its forehead, yeah? And this horn was meant to... Some reports, and I haven't found an actual quote from anybody there, but people say that it um, fired beams of bright light from it. Hmm. Whoa, that, this this just took a Spring Hill Jack-like turn, like <laughs> no a shit, phantom yeah. attacker, yeah. right, Mike? I think... Uh, just launches lasers out of his fucking yeah. horn. Well, I think later on they... Um, they tell you, they tell you uh, that it, it flashed, it flashed light, if you like. So I don't think, uh, I don't think we're talking about lasers necessarily, but, but you're yeah. killing my dreams, man. I know, yeah, it's kind of uh, <laughs> spoiled the story that bit, isn't it? But anyway, so this basically took place over, as what I can tell, it took place over like four, four nights. So you got the first night, the creature was spotted flying over the buildings in the in the t- in, in the village, like so. That was it, you know. And people obviously spoke about it the next day and said, well, did you see that thing flying around the barn all? And uh, the next day, the local doctor and, the, and the, a bank cashier called Peter Dunn, he actually, they actually witnessed it. And it, Peter Dunn is meant to have uh, done a plaster cast of a three-toed track. So this creature hmm. must Three-toed? Have... Yeah, that's, three-toed. That's one of the weird ones. Yeah, um, there's been um, just recently there's been a spate of uh, um, hoof, uh, you know, like uh, bipedal hoof prints. You know, you'd associate with the devil, if you know, if you believe in such things. But there's been a spate of them people people reporting these. There's even one guy who said that he was camping. Um, this is somewhere in the states, and he was camping. It was snowing. When he woke up in the morning, he went outside for uh, fresh air or whatever, and he saw these hoof prints leading from from the edge of the woods to these to a uh, you know a, a bin, and then they actually carried on past the bin and then went up the side of a tree. You know, you could see them in the snow just going up vertical up the tree. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, sounds like that. There's uh, Similar reports that that have been known as the devil's footprints, and yeah. people will find them like outside their windows on in the snow, mm. and it just looks like cloven hoof prints. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're said to go into extraordinary places like up trees, and mm-hmm. in that one case, Mike, there's even a, a report of it walking up to like a water pipe that was an inch wide, and then did the footprints disappearing and then continuing on the other side of the, on the pipe. Other side, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, what's going on? You know, I think there's uh, there's got to be summit to it, hasn't there? There's this, you know, they get so many reports saying the same thing. Yet the thing, the strange thing about those, the cloven hoof prints, if you like, is that nobody actually sees the creature in general. It's just the footprints, you know, like at least right. with Bigfoot or you know these other cryptids, at least people every now and again see the creature, don't they? Yeah. Uh, same with this one. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So to day two, uh, the the doctor and the the bank cashier see it, and a few other people. Uh, day three or night three, I should say, uh, it's spotted uh, perched on top of a telephone pole. Now, from what I can tell, 
in these descriptions. They don't really give a height, uh, you know, a size of this creature. But it's sitting on top of a telephone pole, so I guess that's narrowing it down a little bit. It's not the size of an elephant, um, but it's obviously bigger than a normal bird, you'd think, because you know the the frightened of it, aren't they? So. Yeah, then you're going to have a hard time spotting a bird on a, a telephone pole. Yeah, so I guess that's the only thing that we get a sense of the, you know, the, the height of this creature. But it was spotted sitting on this telephone pole by the, uh, I think it was the local high school teacher, and uh, she said it, it moved like, and I like this this quote. She said it moved like a kangaroo, and so she likened it. I mean, yeah, so she likened it to the devil. I mean. <laughs> kangaroos instantly mean devil right absolutely yeah <laughs> every time i see a kangaroo i fucking you know start chucking holy water in that i mean yeah. the fucking who you saying <laughs> but fucking yeah so yeah it moved like a kangaroo so yeah it's, it, she likened it to the devil so this is like day four now basically the the, the townsfolk got uh, scared and angered and pissed off basically with this creature it hadn't really attacked anybody at this point or anything like that that they were, were fed, up, fed up with it nevertheless so they followed it and it, it led them to an abandoned coal mine um, which it obviously was living inside and then the article I think it was uh, October 3rd 1903 there was an article in the uh, Desmond, uh, Desmond's Daily Newspaper and this is this is the quote from a guy that was there at this uh, coal mine. He said, "Presently, the noise opened up again, as though Satan and a regiment of imps were coming forth for battle." So <laughs> that's pretty dramatic. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. So there you go. It was uh, so basically from that. I guess we could say it was making a lot of noise. But um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially. safe to say. Yeah. <laughs> like I was trying to get a fucking Nobel Prize with this article. So uh, yeah, so that's that. Then the creature came out of the coal mine, but it had a it had a smaller one with it. So you know. Oh, don't hurt us! <laughs> so, this is my child. <laughs> and then this is where we get the the bright bright light. So it came out the the entrance with this little one, and then it there was a flash of bright light and then they flew away okay so that should have been the end of it yeah but no because it came back <laughs> uh oh yeah came back but this time with a vengeance and an army of imps no it didn't it, but it did come back and <laughs> the townsfolk again got really upset that it come back and you know it's bouncing all over like a kangaroo and you can't have that so they formed a posse They've got all the guns and all the rest of it, pitchforks, and they chase this thing back to the coal mine. Uh, and event, uh, well, essentially, what is said to have happened is this thing just went in the coal mine, deep, 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 and uh, never returned again. So they, they actually witnessed it return into the coal mine. Yeah, they saw it. So they saw it go in there. The chase, like those fact, they said they were shooting at it, and it was, you know, like all these cryptids, it was just impervious to gunfire. Um, it, you know, but it but it it didn't like the gunfire, so it, it it kept going away from them, eventually back to this hole, into the hole, and then it's never been seen again. So they're presuming that it's either died in there or or. But have they been keeping twenty four hour surveillance over this hole? No, and I couldn't oh, no. I couldn't find anything where they said that the um, 
you know, blown the entrance or because it was an abandoned one, it wasn't being used. Mm. So I imagine that they put something in the way. You know, I imagine that um, they didn't just say oh, that's that's done. Then he's gone back in the hole. Let's <laughs> Job well done. All right. <laughs> I imagine that they put something in the way, some rubble or something. But yeah, no, it's not been seen again. So. Mm. Yeah, I sent you. I sent you a picture of it on uh, Twitter. If you want to have a look, if you got, if you can, you'll see what kind of creature it looks like. So, it's got basically for those at home, it's got basically um, like a, it's a bald head. It's got like a beak, and it's got uh, maybe like a almost looks like a where this horn's meant to be. It's almost like a third eye type uh, knob, I guess, on its head. But it's got some sort of, uh, I don't know if it's wearing clothing, but it's meant to have some sort of emblem on its chest, um, which is weird. And then, like I say, it's its wings, are, it's basically the wings are the equivalent size of its body, so they, yeah, they are big wings. And that was uh, meant to be an eyewitness that drew that picture. Wow, an eyewitness drew this. This is one of the most bizarre cryptids I've ever seen. I mean, that symbol on his chest looks like... A symmetrical chart of some sort. This is it's weird, is isn't it? maybe bizarre. it's sacred geometry. It's, it, that's what it looks like. It does. I just it? sent it to you, Mike. If you got it, yeah, I got it. Yeah, I like. Hmm. Uh, I like that. I like that. That's what made me interested in this case. Is that that picture? Because that is. I mean, if you're making shit up, that's that is that's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. This looks like a Dungeons and Dragons monster. Yeah, it totally like does. Ghost yeah. and Goblins villain or something. So, um, so yeah. So the the thing is with this, I mean, it's not a tourist attraction. You know, there's no uh, grave marker. There's no um, mansion that's haunted. You know what I mean? It's just it's just a one-off thing. Um, and can you see why they sometimes call it a gargoyle? You know, because you see these gargoyles, oh, yeah, definitely. It, it's got that sort of look to it, hasn't it? So, right. although gargoyles were meant to be good, weren't they? Yeah. So, But this never attacked anybody. I mean, it bounced around like a kangaroo, and that, uh, apparently that in Iowa, that will get you shot. Um, <laughs> or associated <laughs> with uh, witchcraft Satan, and yeah. devil worship. <laughs> well, I mean, kangaroos are some of the most evil creatures on Earth. And kangaroos are... <laughs> yeah. Kangaroos are rock hard, I'm telling you. Have you seen yeah, them fight yeah, people? Yeah. 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 Fuck, you know. But, uh, yeah, so, verdicts, what do you think about that one? Well, this is my favorite type of cryptid. It is these weird one-offs. Mm. I, I love these types of cryptids. The first thing that came to my mind is it reminded me of a lot of different cryptids. There's a little bit of Wendigo in there. A little bit of Jersey Devil, Bigfoot, almost a little bit of Mothman to it. But my mind was almost completely changed after seeing that picture. I mm. mean, if it has big wings like that, why why wasn't it flying around? Why was it hopping around? Because mm. maybe that, the wings are for gliding. Maybe they weren't flying wings. Maybe it was a cloak. I mean, for maybe some Maybe it reason, was a cloak. It was just like a, a crazy Doctor Strange type cloak. Well, from that from that picture, I mean, you'd have to say that it was wearing some sort of garment. I mean, that that symbol on its chest, not well, you wouldn't think that was uh, a marker, would you? You'd think that was some sort of. But then, you know, does that look like a creature that can really stitch? 
and so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. You can't see its hands. <laughs> well, true. Maybe maybe it has really dexterous <laughs> fingers. But, maybe uh, their race are known for their textile industry. Well, <laughs> you don't know, Lee. You weren't there. No, god damn it. It looks like it has a third eye or maybe even a jewel on its forehead. Yeah, on that well, bump thing. well, that little bump, because they said it in the description, they say it's a horn, but actually in the picture, mm. it looks more like a, a bony growth, doesn't it? Yeah, what it sure if, does. What if this entire thing is just a costume, though? Like, that? what if that's like some sort of oh, helmet yeah. or mask? It, and it's got a glowy thing on it. Maybe it's all just a hoax, and it was some asshole running around with a with a crazy cape and a Halloween mask with a glow stick dangling from it. All completely plausible. But absolutely. If Joe Nicola had said that, I wouldn't agree. But um, <laughs> well, he, but because it's me, I get a pass. Yeah. But this is nice. No, you know, since, this since is... it had a three-toed footprint, he would have been an instant barn owl right there. That's oh, yeah, your proof. That's true, yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. I'm, I'm kind of like the Joe Nickel of the Whatcast. Yeah, so. I know you are, yeah. <laughs> I got I to gotta sub in while, while he's busy on missions. <laughs> Sometimes I listen to a show, and then I want to ring up and just shout at you. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I'll ring in next time. All right, yeah. I'll, I'll blame it on the barn owls. Barn owl bastard. So, <laughs> <laughs> but this was 1903, so, you know, I mean, you can't rule out a hoax and you can't rule out... I mean, if they was using it for uh, celebrity or, you know, monetary gain and, you know, like, you get these, don't you, where, um, like Loch Ness, for instance. Um, but this seems to just be a one-off and like you, Mateo, I, you know, I like these ones that are just one-offs, you know, something that you can't really put in a box. It's just... When it, and like I say, the, the most uh, important bit of evidence in all this for me is, well, not evidence, but obviously the free-toed footprint's good, but the it's the, it's the stench, you know, people saying that it smelled. I, I, I think if you're, if you're generally making things up in your head, you don't think about smells because your head don't really conjure up smells, if you know what I mean, if you're, if you're picturing a scene. So, that, yeah, you have to be having a stroke or something like that. Yeah, but that lends that lends weight to it to me. So, but I'm, yeah, I'm most gonna, definitely. I'm gonna say this is plausible. I think this could have happened. Me too, and I think that when it comes to a town reacting in a a, a lynch mob mentality, mm. it, in a way, it almost eliminates the hoax thing. I mean, this is. What what would you say like 1906 or or three or something? 1903, yeah, and it basically happened over what four nights, five nights. Yeah, I mean, as soon as the first time the people of the surrounding town brought out their shotguns and pitchforks, I mean, I think that's when the hoaxer calls it a fucking night. (laughs) They don't come back and get chased and shot at while they run into a cave. So So, when when it comes to these weird one-off cryptids and uh, when hoaxes brought up, I kind of kind of phase out hoax when people start shooting at it or people start to rally to kill it. Mm. Well, there's been plenty of people shot wearing big Bigfoot costumes, haven't there? So... Yeah, we know what happens when <laughs> people are mistaked for cryptids, it's on not... purpose or not. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't generally go well. Yeah, but so... in the early 1900s, that wouldn't be something that would be a well-known thing, you know, people... Definitely, and I definitely think it would be harder to make a costume that would frighten people to this degree. Yeah, yeah, mm. that's... Also, but true. I mean, and I you think, never know. I think we, we. I would say people were more impressionable back then. Yeah, me too. You know, and and 
when we were remember when we were talking about the uh Enfield horror on our show? Yeah. And yeah. uh I'm pretty positive that is a an actual kangaroo. Yeah. And people were saying it was a three legged monster. Yeah, well, kangaroo two legs and a tail it, you know it rests on its tail so yeah that, that's mm-hmm. yeah that's exactly why i think they yeah. thought that it's just they saw it in in the wrong light and not i mean who's gonna walk outside in in the u.s and expect to see a kangaroo rooting through their garbage you know yeah. it's gonna alarm you and you're not instantly going to associate that with the kangaroo even yeah. though, like, everyone would be able to point to a kangaroo if you said point the kangaroo out to me. But when you're seeing it in the middle of the night when you're going outside and you're alarmed, it's going to take on a completely different appearance. Oh, absolutely. I mean, anything can do that. I mean, anything can startle you in the night, can't I? I mean, you just go out and, a, you know, and a, a cat jumps out of a cardboard box or something, you, you you think you fucking see your life flash before your eyes, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, I've had a few cats uh, make me say a couple prayers and swore that the end of my life had come. <laughs> so, so yeah, that one. So uh, that's that one. What, what do you want to do next? Well, I was just going to say about that one and these weird one-offs like that, I definitely chalked this up to some type of dimensional breach this is this the weird mm. twilight zone to where you know, i don't know maybe in its dimension it walks into its closet and appears here i don't know but i definitely i, I love these one-offs and i definitely get super into the rabbit hole when it comes to these flatwood yeah. monsters these one one mm. they definitely some off event for even them yeah i agree they, uh... weren't, they weren't they weren't invading it wasn't like a research team no. it was just it didn't One attack anybody. Fucked. It just it was going about its daily business, and mm-hmm. yeah, it got uh, mined up. But I think um, you know this dimensional bleed, and I, you know I've covered time time slips uh, in prior shows and stuff like that. My granddad had one, but you know this dimensional bleed or whatever you want to call it, it, it looks like it it does happen. You know, and mm. I don't think it'll be too long before we have a scientific uh, explanation for it all. You know, I think. Um, I think it it's not far away, I'm sure. But, uh, it might already be here, it's just being covered up. Yeah, yeah. Well a lot of things are yeah. So uh yeah, what do you wanna do next? Have you got anything for me or have you heard of the, the are you familiar with the Hopkinsville Goblin case? Yeah, I think um we touched on it not too not too long ago. That's the favourite alien case. You link that right to aliens, huh? Absolutely, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. You don't. No, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like, I I guess you could link it to aliens because a UFO was seen. Yeah. But again, I think this has to do more with the, the dimensional bleed than anything. I think, and I think maybe, maybe why a lot of these things get seen with lights in the sky is because that's part of that comes along with the crossover yeah these lights in the sky and it's not craft at all it's just the way that it it manifests as they're crossing dimensions or crossing realities however you want to look at it Mm. i I mean i'd still say alien but 
on how the alien got here. Well, yeah, I guess, I mean, alien in terms of it's not from this place, therefore yeah. it's alien, but do we have, but do we not have... like space travelers. Yeah. Do we have a word for these creatures that come through, you know, different dimensions? Is, is there, is there I, actual... Yeah, I think the ultra-terrestrial. Ultra yeah, I think that's the official term, yeah. Yeah, that is possible. But, but, um, yeah, because, I mean, these creatures were shot at, uh, and they never, they didn't seem to have any effects, so that, that sort Well, of no, was... they did, they did react to getting shot. They said it made, like, a, a ping noise, like, if you were shooting cans with a twenty two in your backyard. Yeah. And that's... they said they would tumble, but then they would get right back up and... and come back at the house, yeah. Yeah. That's how, that, for me, rules out. Because, um, I mean, it was put down to being these horned owls, weren't it? But I think um, that rules out owls for me. I, I, I don't know many owls that you shoot with a shotgun and they stay in the same tree or, or keep coming towards the owls. I think, I'm uh... telling you, man, owls are they're, they're <laughs> some tricky bastards. You gotta, you always gotta be wary when owls are involved. Yeah. They can time travel and teleport and they're bulletproof and they're masters of disguise. And they can change their size and make their eyes glow and and fly sixty miles an hour and chase cars and what else? Can they... <laughs> oh, they also reflect light and they are responsible for all UFOs. And they also have a species that is uh, amphibious. And when a group of them get together, that's responsible for all Loch Ness sightings. I don't. I just think owls get a bad rap. There's something. Listen these... to you, you, you fucking owl <laughs> apologist. Sympathizer owls. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Whose side are you on here? Uh, the outside of the owl. I think. Um, for me, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know what it was. I mean, I don't know if Joe Nickel had a, a stuffed toy when he was a kid that got taken off him or something. That, that was an owl. Or, I don't know what it was, but he's got some vendetta against owls and and beards. So, um, yeah, just virgin. Yeah, general. just <laughs> he basically just says, no. "Go out, go out and shoot the fuck. If you see an owl, shoot it." <laughs> it's he, only at bring least you he defended the, the poor sandhill crane. Well, that's true. No, he didn't though, did he? But he wanted to, he wanted them fucking rid of as well in case there was uh, tearing down bridges and shit. <laughs> no, he said he said that that the Mothman was not a sandhill crane because it couldn't be a sandhill crane because it was very no. clearly barn owl. <laughs> yeah. so, and that's not a joke. He really did say it was not. But that um, it wasn't the sandhill crane because it was a barn owl. But that Hopkins Hopkinsville goblins, they they um some of the some of the points in that case, what make me think that it really happened is that skeptics straight away said these people were drunk or under the influence, and the the police said there was no evidence of that uh, at the at the scene. There was no evidence of you know beer bottles, blah blah blah. Um, right. So and the police said that they all were legitimately frightened. Yeah, and the police and they seemed to be of sound mind. The, yeah, and the police themselves said they heard the noises the, you know, of of the craft or whatever you want to call it. Um, so, and these people were shooting up their own house. I mean, yeah, you got to be really in a panic state to start blowing holes in your own windows and fucking doors and. You know. And they had children there too, right? Yeah, and yeah, I think there was three yeah. children there. Yeah, and the the moved out shortly after. 
You know, that's another one where a lot of these um, cases, you know, you get people like, oh, this is the most haunted house in Britain, blah, blah, blah. But we've lived here for 50 fucking years, you know, and all that. But these seem to, this happened and then he got that, got out of there, you know, it frightened them that much. But there's meant to, the aliens, I'm going to call them aliens for now, but the aliens are meant to have returned as well um, after the police went. So... Yeah, I yeah, I, I've I've been pretty fucking drunk. I haven't done too many different types of drugs, but I I've never. I'm sure there it happens to some people. We all have that one friend that'll freak out, you know, or get too drunk, and he's the one crying, sitting on the floor, talking about his life or some shit like that. Oh yeah. But I've never been to the point to where uh, what's happening in reality is that owls are flying at my house. No. And I reacted by shooting the fuck out of everything <laughs> while there's children in the house. And everybody fell in line. They're like, yeah, they are owls. Yeah, yeah. And just, you know, yeah. That's heads? a perfectly yeah, sane reaction, Mateo. <laughs> <laughs> this, this sounds like a night out in Grimsby. I think, um, I'm, I think I'm along the same lines as you, though. I don't, if it was just one person seeing this, then you, yeah, you could say, all right. But when you're talking about, was it, I think there's seven people in total that witnessed this. Yeah. Um, I think um, it, it's it's hard, isn't it, to go along. If someone says, uh, get inside, we're being invaded, and you look out the window and it's owls, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to say, it's a fucking owl, you dickhead, yeah. you know? So yeah, exactly. It's it's hard, it's hard to to think that four people, four adults, uh, I think it was, could actually go along Misidentify with Misidentify yeah. so, a group of owls. And yeah. again, these people weren't particularly drunk or, you know, under any... Uh, you know, an influence of anything else. So, mm-hmm. I, again, I have to say, verdict, I have to say, I, I, I think this one could have happened. Yeah, this one seems... Something definitely happened. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, I think it's highly unlikely that a group of adults are going to misidentify owls over an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see them seeing out, like, being startled by an owl and being... Like, oh, shit, there's something outside. And then upon further inspection, it's yeah. revealed that, no, it's it's just owls. Calm down and yeah. stop shooting the walls, please. You know, and these these people were, you know, well, they was living on a ranch, weren't they? So it's not like they've... Yeah, it's not like mean? if there were owls, they wouldn't have known that there were exactly. owls there. Yeah. And I imagine the first time you shoot at an owl, it, it lets you know it's an owl. You know, yeah, you it either dies or or it'll fly away. It's it's not gonna make a ping noise and do a backflip. So and then and come back for more. And not only that, but they said that they uh, they had some sort of shim because you were saying it sounded like pings when they was hitting them, and they said right. that it had some sort of metallic um, clothing on, didn't they? Well, they said they said that it looked like they were wearing um, like metallic colored jumpsuits or whatever. Yeah. So and you get that in a lot of alien cases, don't you? So especially yeah. in the 50s. In the 50s, yeah. that was a, a foil, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Green man and and shiny spacesuits. So that's that one. So do we do? We, uh, I think we're all in agreement that that one could have happened, aren't we? Yeah, I definitely believe that happened. I think that's one of many cases that has enough evidence. As any, if it was an, a different type of case, if it was a murder case or a robbery case with the evidence that's there to support that that really happened. Mm. It's 
believable. If you applied that amount of evidence to any type of case, it would it would be believe, be believable. I'm just waiting for this to be on the episode of uh, Mountain Monsters. Have you seen Mountain Monsters? No. No. It's these uh, these hillbillies running around. Oh, <laughs> I heard about this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they they go after all these. Uh, it's obviously so fucking staged. It's uh, it's untrue, but um, there's got to be an episode on on these at one point. I think. Um, the really good thing about that program, and I watch it, you know, just for entertainment purposes, because it's fucking brilliant. But there's a bit, there's they always have a, you know, they always have a strange name for the creature. It's never just um, the Bigfoot, you know. It's got to be the Bigfoot that stares at you until you die or something. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh and, man, yeah, yeah, that's the worst Bigfoot of all time. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a natural creature on the show. But then they have like um, these. They always go and see somebody, um, you know, like the witness, and it, the witness is always called Wolf or, uh, you know, that sort of shit. And they, there's even one episode where they met this uh, so-called Bigfoot expert, and I think he was called No Shoes Willie. Oh, God. Yeah. Sounds legit. Yeah, that's your Bigfoot expert, No Fucking Shoes Willie. But my favourite one, I was watching the other day, and I think um, there, was a, there was meant to be a Bigfoot, but this Bigfoot had protection of this ghost. Um, this, Wait a this, second! Yeah, Wait a second! Yeah, yeah. This was a haunted Bigfoot. Absolutely, not a Bigfoot ghost, but the, but <laughs> no, a haunted no. Bigfoot. This Bigfoot was meant to have protection from. It was living in a woods that was said to be haunted by this. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, this so old Bigfoot lady. is friends with. with... Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah right. the, I'm but, sorry. <laughs> but the the best bit of this whole thing is like because they say they always these creatures always have nicknames and that and this this woods was meant to be haunted by this uh, old lady like so. I said. We're off to see a Bigfoot. They're on the way there, and they're all like, "Yeah, yeah, well, what are we off to see tonight? Fucking Bigfoot! Wow, fucking Bigfoot! But not just Bigfoot. This ghost that haunts the wood. This this old lady that haunts the wood. And like, an old lady that haunts the wood. And like, yeah, old lady. What's the name? And the fucking he goes like, she's called. Oh, and there's like dramatic fucking pause, and he says, she's called. The lady in the wood! And all, the, 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 the fucking lady in the wood! Yeah, the lady in the wood! Like, that, oh, that's that, incredible. That fucking best you know that know. fucking lady? <laughs> Shit, the lady in the wood! Well, oh, God. Well, yeah. I thought you were going to say something like, her name is... Yeah, exactly. Da, da, da. Yeah. Louise. The dev, yeah, the oh, my God! The kangaroo <laughs> bouncing devil woman. No, she's just the fucking lady in the wood. Yeah. But now watch it. It's fucking good, good shit. You you really I, sold it. I'm yeah, I'm yeah. Very interested <laughs> in this show now. <laughs> They'll probably. I uh... did see a short clip of it once, and they were just it was cheesy. They yeah. were just out there looking for some some creature, and then there's just obviously added some like horde screaming of a monster, and they all mm. ran. But yeah, it was entertaining for sure. <laughs> Absolutely, and they have a trap a trap in every episode, and uh, the the creature enters the trap and then somehow manages to escape the trap you know um it's one of them but what can you say every episode huh? <laughs> pretty much yeah but it's like you know they'll, they'll all be there and then they'll hear the trap clap you know the door and the trap oh we've got it and then by the time they get there it's gone and that's the end of the episode but yeah what can you do but um they're, one day they're gonna find a note in the trap that's been sprung that says fuck off love bigfoot <laughs> yeah that's son of a bitch! Fucking hell. 
But um, I'll, t- I'll tell you something that happened to me the other day, like, because, uh, you know, when I'm at work and that, sometimes I, because uh, I can be out all day delivering and that, and um, sometimes, you, you know, obviously you need a piss. So every now and again, you'll 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 ask a customer, or sometimes the customer will ask you. You know, sometimes the when I get there, the customer will say, "Oh, do you want a cup of tea?" or you know, "Do you want to use a toilet?" or whatever. And um, this happened. So this this woman says to me, um, "This old lady, she says, uh, do you want a cup of tea?" And I said, "Actually, I says uh, I'm all right for drinks, but I could borrow your toilet if that's uh, if that's okay." And that's just an expression that we have over here. You know, we say, "Borrow this, borrow that." Um, so. She says, yeah, that's fine. So she points me towards where it is. And because I'd used this phrase, uh, borrow your toilet, as I'm going into the toilet, she says to me, um, borrow it where you're taking it. Now, I try and be, <laughs> right, I try and be quite witty and uh, come up with a quick response. And the only thing I can think to say, and this is me, stood in the toilet, leaning back through the door, looking at her, yeah, and I says, do you want to give me an hand getting it out? <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell air face uh, and I, and then, but then I made it worse by saying I, I mean the toilet I mean the toilet <laughs> 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 yeah, she's just looking at me she's just, she just walked off and but yeah fucking hell what can you do uh, so been, don't be shy yeah. don't play games <laughs> yeah imagine if she'd said you know what I mean? She thought I was fucking being serious, eh? But, um... <laughs> the, um... Have you heard of the... What's it called? What's his name? Uh, Sigmund Adamski case. No. No? Okay, well... Before I go into this, then, I suppose I should say... Where do you stand on alien abduction in general? I definitely think it's something that happens, and I think it's something that's led to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I think more often than not, if if it's a real case, that it's more um, more a psyop type deal than actual aliens abducting people and taking yeah. DNA samples and whatnot. I think there's something to it because obviously we get the um, stories going back into antiquity. You know the the yeah the, the fairy cases and stuff. And I, yeah. I definitely don't think it's something that all these people are just making up. I mean, yeah. sure you've got your sheriff people making stuff up, but it doesn't account for everybody. No, I, I think um, to me the only thing that I struggle with is the logic of it. I just can't see any logic to to it. Um, uh, how do you mean like I can't see an alien race taking people performing experiments then putting them back in the bed or I just I can't see well if look at it look at it in a way I mean we do it as humans all the time we'll take things out of the wild run some tests on them and then let them let them go again like just look at what we do with with dolphins like I'm not saying the dolphins that we capture but I mean, we could take use that as an example. We mm. abduct intelligent beings from the ocean all the time. Yeah. Sometimes we uh, stab them with a thing that yeah. emits a, a beacon and yeah. and let them go again. <laughs> but we and don't. then other times yeah, we don't even put them back. We just take them. 
No, you can I, apply that to how we would react if we went to an alien planet and landed somewhere secretly and ventured out and caught one of them by themselves. We would yeah, take it, yeah, exactly. we would interrogate it, mm. we'd examine it. I mean, yeah. I, I think that, you know, it's plausible. But to me, I don't think we do that covertly. You know, I don't think there's, um, a, you know, a fucking well, wild, we, a wildebeest running back to the herd saying... I don't know what fucking happened. I think we would if we understood, though. Like if 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 they were if they understood us, I think that we would be more more covert about it. But you know, we've got such such an ego that we put ourselves above nature. So it's it's like we're able to do this with no consequence because they're just dumb animals. Yeah. But if these dumb animals could communicate to each other and be like, "Dude, these things are just plucking us and just doing all sorts of shit with us. Don't, don't go near them." Maybe we'd be a little more covert about it. Mm-hmm. Possibly. And maybe that's what the the whatever is doing this has learned over time. Like, oh shit, they're they're getting hip to us. We gotta gotta be more mm. discreet about it. I just don't. I just don't think they'd care that much, you know. I think there's if there's aliens coming here, um, I just don't think they care whether we whether we whether we know about it or not. I just don't see. I mean, it looks from all the evidence that they do care because they try and, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, keep themselves to themselves. But I just can't see the point in that. I just don't think we'd go to another planet like you were saying. I don't think we go to another planet, um, pluck animals up and 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 do it, you know, from from the shadows so to speak i think we see i think we would if we if we went to another planet and saw that they were an intelligent species and we were able to discern that they weren't just dumb animals Mm. and they actually had a society and were thinking Mm -hmm. sentient beings that i i think we would do it in secret we wouldn't just show up yeah i think hey we're here let's let's take what we want and go yeah, I think they would definitely any project that's uh, going to be executed like that, as we all learned from the aliens films. There's going to be military personnel that's mm-hmm. going to accompany any type of scientific team, and when that happens, when they land in that alien planet, they're the ones who's going to be making the decision of what's going down. And even from a military aspect, capturing one of the local natives and seeing what they're about first makes sense. Mm. I suppose we uh, we do do a slowly uh, slowly approach sometimes. I mean, there's cases in the Amazon rainforest where we know about these tribes that have been uncontacted, and scientists will actually make themselves visible. So they'll start, um, you know, maybe on a, a hillside or something like that. They'll make a, a fire, you know, so that the this particular village or you know this tribe can see this smoke and they know someone's there and then eventually they'll just get closer and closer and they generally will pop out of the woods or the jungle one side of the river while these people will be on the other side and, and actually wave at them and this can take years you know bef- they get gradually closer and closer and closer until they're actually able to cross the river and meet these people first and um, mm-hmm. you know so because we don't want to just go in there and 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 mess their way of life up, and you know, and like you know, they're thinking that the only people in the world, and then bang, all these these people come with uh, needles and all the rest of it. So, yeah, you know, to some extent, we do. Look, let's just say, alien abductions. I believe some. 
and I don't believe others, you know. But I've got no reason as to why they would do it. I just can't. That's the only bit I can't figure out. And I, I've I've spent some time. There was a a woman I used to know. She'd been abducted all her life, and actually spent some some time at her house, uh, sleeping with her. Sleeping with her. Um, <laughs> actually, at her house to see if anything would happen, because she had rough times when this thing had happened. It generally occurred uh, within a few days of her birthday. Uh, every year it happened throughout the year as well but generally around their birthday this had happened so for a couple of nights prior to her birthday and a couple of nights afterwards I actually stopped her house with her to see if I could see it happening you know Um, but nothing happened so well as far as I know hmm. but okay so that's the end of part one if you want to listen to part two, you need to go over to the Whatcast, and you can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, all the usual places. Uh, yeah, it's worth a listen, although it was uh, falling asleep halfway through. I mean, we'd only just got up, but yeah, go and check it out. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening. 